host from Chad Ford's NBA Big Board on the Locked On Podcast Network. Just several hours away from draft night, three hours to be exact. I want to do a brief 10-minute update on what I'm hearing right now as we're getting closer to the draft, and it starts at the top. Minnesota, Golden State, they still have their picks, but they've been talking to a number of teams, I've been told today, about continuing to move down in the draft. Not, not super far down, but nevertheless down. It starts with Minnesota. The hottest rumor right now is that they are cooking up a deal with the Charlotte Hornets where they're going to swap one and three. Minnesota would get something back, like maybe Miles Bridges as part of that deal. Why would Charlotte do that? I think the speculation has been for the longest time that they want James Wiseman. James Wiseman is likely to be gone uh, at two. Depends on what Golden State does. And so they move up ahead and get him. He's the fit. I think that a lot of a lot of people have theorized that they want. But what the rumblings that I've been hearing over the last couple of hours, that this is actually a move to get LaMelo Ball and to select him at one, um, that this is the guy that I think the Hornets uh, like a lot. Again, there could be smoke. Uh, there's a lot of rumors running around right now, but that is uh, what I'm hearing from a pretty good source uh, that Charlotte is thinking about that. It's not a done deal. I'm not saying we'll get done, uh, but Minnesota might be able to pick up a player, move back a couple of spots, and then select Anthony Edwards uh, if if LaMelo goes there or do something else. And so that's one possibility, uh, maybe the best possibility we've heard so far from Minnesota. You get to Golden State at two, and there's a couple of things uh, that have been floating around. Uh, one, Chicago moving up a couple of spots in this draft, uh, getting to two, uh, Golden State going down to four. Uh, again, the Bulls would pick up a player, uh, someone maybe like Wendell Carter. Uh, John Hollinger talked about that before. Uh, that's one deal. Uh, another uh, one that I actually think w- was tried but doesn't look like it's going to get anywhere is with Boston uh, packaging Marcus, Marcus Smart and, and moving up in the draft to get up to number two. I, I think that the more interesting thing to like focus on right now is where Golden State might end up going. And it looks like Denny Avdia out of Israel is a guy that they have a lot of interest in. Uh, if they can move back a couple of spots in the draft to get him and pick up an asset in return, that's that's great for Golden State. I posed this question last night when I was putting together my last mock. Is it possible that Golden State would just select him at, at two? I, I don't know the answer to that, but I think it's something that we have to consider that they could potentially take him at number two. That would obviously shake up the draft uh, quite a bit. In other breaking news, it looks like the Philadelphia 76ers are sending Al Horford, the 34th pick in this year's draft, the rights to uh, Vasily Mishich, and it looks like the 2025 first round pick to the Thunder. Uh, They're getting back Danny Green. Uh, and Terrence Ferguson. The only real big impact in this draft is the 34th pick uh, now going to the Thunder as Sam Presti just continues to collect lots and lots of draft picks right now. Don't think that's going to be a major impact in the draft. I think a lot of people thought maybe 
uh, they were going to get the number 21 uh, pick in the draft from Philly, Philly but it doesn't seem like that's uh, the case. Let's also talk about the New York Knicks. Uh, made a move Wednesday morning uh, that had them swap the 27th and 38th pick, sent those to the Utah Jazz. They moved up a few spots to 23 uh, in the draft. And there's been a lot of speculation. Maybe they're after a guy like Isaiah Stewart out of Washington. But it, it does appear that the Knicks are trying to package 8 and 23 as a way to get to move up. Uh, the, a lot of people are saying Obi Toppin is that guy. I actually have Obi Toppin falling to them uh, in the draft anywhere. anyway. That's who I've had them selecting the last couple of mocks. Maybe they're trying to move up. Maybe they think that there's a chance that LaMelo Ball uh, may fall uh, as well. Will 8 and 23 get them up uh, to 5? I'm not sure that that's going to be enough. I think the Knicks may still have to put something else um, in the sweetener right now. I've also heard the Knicks have been thinking about just trying to get up with a, and, and stay at 8 but then have another pick a little bit higher uh, in the draft as well. Again, if I stay, Isaiah Stewart's their target, I'm not exactly sure he's going to be there at 23. Why did the Utah Jazz do this deal? Because they wanted a early second round pick. This was a way to get that pick without having to buy it and spend a bunch of cash. They moved to 27, where most of the guys that they've been really interested in are probably still there. I, I actually think Josh Green could be there uh, at at. 27, maybe not, but he might be there. Uh, Jaden McDaniels might still be there at 27. Uh, he's a possibility. Uh, I think if you go a little bit further to some other guys that they've really liked, Robert Woodard out of Mississippi State, probably there uh, at 27. Tyler Bay uh, out of Colorado, a guy that they've really liked, probably there at 27. Aduko Azabuke. Not only do I think he's there at 27, but he might actually be uh, the target at 38 uh, for the Jazz. Another guy uh, that I've heard they like is Peyton Pritchard um, out of Oregon. Another potential pick uh, at 38 uh, for the Utah Jazz. And so the Jazz building out their roster a little bit more. They, they clearly like what's going on uh, in the second round. Xavier Tillman, by the way, another name that I've heard associated with the Jazz, uh, maybe not at 27, um, certainly uh, could be uh, there uh, a little bit later. And Maladon, the, the point guard out of France, another guy, again, that could be there at 27. So there's a lot, a lot of guys on the Jazz's board. I, d I don't know which one they're going to select. I think if Jaden McDaniels or Josh Green were to fall to them at 27, that, that's a pretty obvious choice who they take. If those guys aren't on the board, seems like there's several other prospects uh, that they could be really interested in. A few other things to note, Dallas has been really active uh, in talking about moving uh, the 18th pick in the draft. They've talked to Oklahoma City about 25 and 28. They've also talked uh, in depth uh, with uh, Oklahoma City about a deal uh, that would net them Danilo Gallinari in a sign-and-trade. Uh, Gallinari is going to be a free agent. They're not supposed to be having talks like this, but lots of teams are obviously doing that, and we saw that in the Bogdanovich news the other day. And obviously Gallinari, uh, certainly you could see the appeal uh, for the Dallas Mavericks, and then that gets Oklahoma City the 18th pick in the draft. Uh, again, so many people speculating that their target uh, is Alexis Pokashevsky, the lanky big man out of Serbia. He could be there at 18, or maybe Oklahoma City, again, is going to try to package 18, uh, 25, and 28 and get up a little bit higher. 
Finally, we've seen the Milwaukee Bucks move up to 45. Uh, they get uh, that Orlando Magic second round pick. I'm not sure there's necessarily a major target there for Milwaukee as much as that they have to fill out their roster after gutting it uh, to get Drew Holiday and Bogdanovich. And these low cost players in the second round are going to be part of the strategy to fill out their roster. I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if Milwaukee picks up another second round pick. Uh, on draft night as well to make that happen. All right, these are the big updates that I have for you right now. Uh, if I, anything else happens in the next couple of hours, I'll, I'll come back at you. Please join us tonight uh, with David Locke, Locked On Live. We're going to be live on Facebook. We're going to be live on YouTube Live. We're going to be live on Twitch. Uh, if you just go to Locked On Live at any of those places, uh, you'll be able to follow us live. We start at 7.45 Eastern tonight. Going to be talking NBA draft. David Locke is going to host. Uh, we're going to get, uh, I think, some really great uh, guests from all of our podcast hosts throughout the Locked On Network. I think it's going to be a high-end, high-level discussion about the draft. I really hope you join us. And if you really want a primer for this draft, one, go listen back to our Mock Draft 3.0. It was updated late last night, so it doesn't reflect that that jazz trade, but pretty much everything else there. You can find out what's going to happen with all 60 uh, picks in the draft, or at least what I predict is going to happen. Listen to the Big Board 4.0. That's going to be the prospect breakdown for the top 60 prospects in this draft. You can be super knowledgeable about who these guys are that are getting drafted. And you can follow along at our website, nbabigboard.com, uh, where we'll have that big board. Uh, we'll have uh, the mock draft uh, now up to 3.2, uh, I believe, and uh, also our draft tiers column. Really hope to see you tonight uh, on Locked On Live as we cover the NBA Draft Live on Facebook, on Twitch, on Twitter. You've been listening to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board on the Locked On Podcast Network. Aloha. Aloha.